Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Episode 137th episode of this podcast. <laughs> it just keeps going up by one. It does. Yep. It's good counting. Yeah, we've gotten pretty good at it. Yeah, well, we've even double checked a couple of times just to be sure. Have we? Okay, good for us. Uh, Mostly well, you. Actually, I, I went to go double check and you're like, no, Ty, no. No, it is. I just checked. So, and I should have known oh, that I, it was you. That was bullshit. <laughs> that was double checking. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we thought we double checked a couple of times. This is probably episode like 111. Uh, big shout out to patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Thomas, for joining the podcast, uh, the Patreon group this week. Thank you very much. And everybody else who supports the podcast, your faces are awesome. If you're curious what Patreon is, it gets you access to After Dark, which is our podcast after this podcast, where we just talk more stuff, things, life, ties, boobs, lawns. They were bouncing, man. I'm sorry <laughs> I was late today. Like uh, Justin's been very patient. I've had an extremely busy week and the normal type of notes that I like to do couldn't get done. But I had two weeks that I wanted to, you know, like there were snippets from the last two weeks because last week we just went, ah, Sentinel, and then went into it and had a great time. And so I had a little bit extra that I wanted to do, but I couldn't even do the normal bits throughout the week. And so I was running and man, as I was going up and down those stairs today, bongy, bongy, You got nothing there, bud. There's uh, nothing to I, you. I'd rather. I feel like you're what, 100 and maybe 40, 145 pounds. Really? You're, yeah, you're little. No, I've been 170 for the like longest really? time last decade. Huh. Everywhere from like 168 to 174. That's <laughs> right. I'm just flexing all the time. I have this awkward walk. Yeah. So nobody I can notices. Tell. That's right. You look like you're always about mm-hmm. to poop. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big, big shout out to patrons. We love you. Thanks for supporting us. And uh, let's get into it. How was your week, Ty? I mean, you just told us it was busy, but. Yeah, no, it was busy. Um, the upstairs is almost completely done with the leak that we had with our dishwasher. So we were sleeping in the living room. Our beds are in the living room for the last week. And I mean, the kids absolutely love that stuff. But now things have been kind of last couple of days were the reorganizing days, I guess you could say, where they put things back. And uh, but it was it was a lot busier for me. Like normally that would be quite relaxing. I could just be out of their hair. But we had a lot of our downstairs. Remember when we flooded November, all of our downstairs was upstairs, but we didn't put our, after the floods were done, we didn't put all our downstairs stuff or all of our stuff that was upstairs that belonged downstairs. We didn't put it back downstairs because our perimeter drain wasn't finished and we weren't sure if there was another heavy rain, like if, if we would leak again, because there were a few very minor rains where we did have water coming into the basement again. So we had to keep our downstairs upstairs until the perimeter drain was done. And just as the perimeter drain finished was when all this leak stuff happened. And then we needed all that space, empty space that was downstairs that was now for sure not going to get wet. We needed that space for where the restoration company was going to move all the stuff from upstairs. So when they were packing everything up upstairs and putting them into boxes and they're meticulous, they're they're like, hey, you know, this goes here, this goes here. Well, we had junk everywhere because there was nowhere to put anything. And so they're putting like, our filing cabinet back where it was temporarily, which was like in the linen closet or something with the towels because there was nowhere else for it to go. But, you know, so it goes there. I'm like, oh, no, 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 actually that goes downstairs. And so it was a lot of, unfortunately for them, but micromanagement trying to get it done. And it was, but it was a lot of fun. It was good to actually get our upstairs is uncluttered for the first time since before Christmas. That's nice. 
It is. It is. Like, we, we, like when we opened Christmas gifts in December, because all of our downstairs was upstairs, there was nowhere to put anything. We had nowhere to store stuff. All of our usual spots for things were just chaotic. So the kids' Christmas gifts have been in front of the mantle since December. That was just their place. And so this is the first time since November that we've actually had a normal upstairs. Nice. So, yeah, That's and good. that just happened like two days ago. So my wife and I were like sitting down on Wednesday nights when we hang out. We're getting ready to watch some Peaky Blinders. And no spoiling so stuff. Good. We're only in season two, okay? Oh, and we watched so like Molasses. It is. He's the best, man. I He's know, right? So good. Oh, silly. And, and so anyway, we're, we're getting ready to sit down. We just kind of sit down in our... our hey, um, do you watch it with subtitles? I I. I think so. I watch everything with subtitles because for the longest time, I can't like every everybody in the world mumbles to me. And I'm like, what? Huh? Speak up. Do you know who Tom Hardy is? The actor Tom Hardy? Yes, I do. Is he in Peaky Blinders yet? No. Is, okay. well, that's, not, that's not a spoiler, but I'm when yeah, his is. character is, you're going to want subtitles. Oh, that's yes. I, I was just just introduced to him in uh, season two, episode two. He's okay. hilarious. Awesome. But anyway, yeah. um. Yeah, so anyway, we sat down to watch some Peaky Blinders and we just had all this space and we kind of look at each other kind of weird, like, it's been like six months. There's so many room for activities. This is, this is nice. <laughs> yeah, and so we just watched, on, uh, funny enough, we watched Peaky Blinders on our laptop because the kids are still awake when we want to watch and we can't have that surround sound sure. booming through the house with the stuff that goes on in that show. So anyway, it was a good week. It was awesome. Today's another... Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it says another porn day. Uh, oh, cool. But it's, what are uh, those? No. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> let me no, tell you about uh, my I Friday. To, I meant, <laughs> it's a typical Friday in the that's Tyler right. household. No, I meant to say uh, type in um, Pro D Day. Today, I think oh, our kids yeah, are not from the same at all again. No, not the, same the complete all. opposite. Very really. different. Yeah, it really yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, babysitting day is porn day. No, this right. is Pro D Day. But also with all this like stuff, and I know this is lasting forever, but this has been like, I've been waiting six months for the last couple days. So this right. is exciting to me. So thank you everyone for your patience. But you remember how I had barriers? I put up a faux fence outside. Uh, yeah. Chris helped yeah, me set yeah, up some stakes. And then the we ribbons. had, yeah, well, there were yeah. ribbons. They're fine. People don't ribbons, pay attention to ribbons. They're, it's they annoying. do. And the dogs do. Everybody gets it except for the stupid abatement team that was walking all over this. Please don't walk on the grass stuff. But anyway, the hydro seed grew in so nicely that I actually mowed the lawn this week, Justin. You can mow it already? On the front, I could, yeah. Because wow. you can't let it get too, too long. Like, it was seriously longer tough. than my hand. Yeah, yeah. All throughout yeah. the front, which was nice. The backyard's not the same because it doesn't get the same kind of sun. Big trees sure. in the back. Hmm. But hey, so I'm fighting weeds again, man. Who's ever fun. been excited to fight weeds? It's pretty sweet. Hmm. So, yeah, no, that was good. Fun. Yeah, it's been a great week. How about you? How about you? I did my first mow with the real mower this week, which was fun. Oh, you so have like you have pretend mowers? No, it's the ones that don't have a motor, right? Like that you just push and the blades. Oh, are those, spin. those are real. That's called ones? a real. It's R E E L. So it's not like. Oh, I yeah. thought you were being derogatory no, to no, no. normal people. No, <laughs> no, no, no. A real oh, I, mower. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so I used my my totally not a mower that you would ever use, Tyler That's kind right. of mower. Yeah, it was, uh, so that was really nice. It was fun to do a bit of work, but it's because we had, I, um, my guy came and did some weed spraying. And so I also had him, uh, do some seed in some of the areas that were a little lacking. So I didn't want to use a, an actual motor mower because mm, sure. they suck up the grass when it cuts. So 
yeah, so that was fun. A lot of work, but uh, it's starting to look good. It's green, at least. Our weather's been awesome. I mean, it's been wet a bit this week, but the, oh God, yeah. I love sun and cool, cool. Like if I could keep it around 14, 15 degrees outside, but the sun oh, out, really? that's perfect for me. Yeah. I'm a 16 to 19 kind of guy. I want it to be sunny, but I want to be comfortable in a long sleeve shirt. Hmm. Hmm. No. <laughs> No. You didn't get them to oversee the whole lawn, just the splotches? No, no, I just wanted to fill in. It's actually pretty good in most of the areas. It's just some areas that I wanted. To. I was hoping that the bunnies were dead, but they're not. So that's a little bit annoying. No, everybody feeds them. We have members from our Discord community that fly out I know, and to feed, feed the bunnies. These stupid freaking rats. We on should. My lawn. Then you know what? If we ever like get together no. with people no. from the show, we should. No. Just give out your address and we'll have a block <laughs> party. Carrots and apples. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's right. I, I had the day I had the guy uh, do the, the seeding, I found a freaking quarter of an apple on my lawn and I'm like, what the? F-? And I went inside and my kid and Christina had put an apple out and I was like, go get that damn apple and put it somewhere <laughs> else because it's going to eat my damn seeds that are on the lawn. I hate those things, man. And I swear to God, I they made it. a baby. I'm pretty sure there's three of them now. They like to do that. I don't, I don't like it. I wish they would just piss off and go to somebody else's area. I, I, you know, I have these like things that I bought. I haven't put them out yet to deal with raccoons, like in the backyard, just to keep them mm-hmm. out. And it Shotgun. does a high pitched, oh God, I wish it does a high pitched noise every like 45 seconds or something. Like you don't typically hear it yourself, but my neighbor has sure. them too. And I'm curious if that would stop the bunnies too. Well, I wonder if, that if it says raccoons them. on the labels and not bunnies. Well, it's not just specific. It's like it's kind of like rodents. If, it's like large rodents, and I, that's a that's a rabbit to me. If it doesn't say a minion, it's not going to help your minion damage. Well, Justin. I think it just if affects it doesn't nearby. Say bunny. So I'm hoping that. <laughs> well, that's pretty general. I'm hoping though. it's within the range. Yeah, that's probably why your neighbors doesn't work for your bunnies. It's not. I think the proper nearby. pushes it to me across the street, and that's why I get the oh, rabbits. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. so now they're just going to like you're going to have two. Radio it's like a tower defense like on my street. I got to figure out where to position them to just push them away from me. That's well, what if they get the caught goal. in the middle? They'll just like explode. They get run over by a car. That's perfect. Okay, I'm fine with that. That I'm fine with. So anyway, <laughs> when when you have the roadkill in front of your house, take your kids out there. That's what happens when you feed bunnies. <laughs> that's exactly what I'll do. Just like with the guy with his arm getting torn off in Arrested Development, and that's why you don't play with bunnies. Uh, so anyway. Uh. Uh, my week was good. It was busy. I had lots and lots of meetings this week, which is that part's really boring, but I did a lot of traveling again, which was a lot of fun. I had a five and a half hour meeting on Tuesday. It was awful. Five and a half? But and you only thought of messaging me at the end, yes, eh? At the last hour, oh, I played chess with Ty, which was so fun. And God, I wish I had thought of that earlier because that was the best part of the meeting. I have no clue what we were talking about towards the end. There were a couple of times where I was asked a question and I was like, uh... Okay, so here's what we're doing. Ruck to Yeah, I was like, how do I not lose this? Uh, But so that was good. And then uh, we did my daughter's kindergarten introduction, which was amazing because I cannot wait for September so that all my kids are finally in school. And that'll be your first time kid free in the house for work in 20. Yeah, the thing is, though, too, my kids have always been in daycare, right? So it's not like, like Mm. I'm not, I don't stay, I can't stay at home with my kids. So uh they're always somewhere anyway but this will be the first time they're all like actually in school that's right i want to pay for that which is nice but uh yeah she had a blast i they talk about the whole dumb two week like introduction to school 
which I can't stand. They talk about the importance of it. My daughter was like, bye. We got into the rooms and <laughs> yeah. she's just, she didn't care. She was off. She was upset when we were leaving. So she'll be just fine when it starts. But when, uh, when, um, her birthday's in what month? August. Oh, so she's starting. Yeah. August. <laughs> Good guess. Uh, so she's going to be in the same kind of state as your other daughter where she's kind of like other a grade in December. ahead per se. Right. But yeah, like so she's like right her at and the Oliver, end. her and my kid Oliver, they're only a month apart, but your right. kid's a grade older because she was born in the year she starts school, not the year she ends. This will be year. my only kid who will actually be five when they start kindergarten. All my other kids were four when they started kindergarten because they were born after September. So, so you're just a busy guy. There's in apparently the a certain month where I tend to be busy. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things when you see a family and like all their birthdays are in like one part of the year. You're kind of like, all right, well, what, huh. what, what special event That's is nine right. and a half months earlier? That's right. So, and then we've been watching The Punisher. I've seen them the first two seasons, the, the Marvel version, the series. They, were, they came oh, out the, a long time the ago. The Netflix ones. Yep. From, my wife hadn't yeah, yeah, yeah. seen them though. So we've been watching those. They're so good. Cool. And uh, I never got into them because they were technically not canon before, but now the hell does that Marvel mean? canon meaning like they weren't part of Marvel's storyline. Like you like wouldn't what watch Disney them if they doing. weren't part of that. It was just so much to watch. Like there was just so many other shows going on. So to add that is kind of like my required watching for totally part of the MCU. It was just it was just so much. But now they're actually incorporating it all. Uh, anyway, we I like the Punisher just because he's crazy and I. I always like to think that I would do the same thing, which I know I clearly would not, but I'd be like, bah, bah, bah. yeah, here's a knife, here's a gun, I could do these things. So yeah. they're fun to watch. And he's so angry. They're... And I just, I, I enjoy that. So yeah, anyway, we finished or we're in the halfway through season two. And then the rest of my week was work. Nice. I played lots of POE through the week, but it was just, it was a really busy week. It was a really good week. We had a lot of great stuff happening with work. And uh, yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Let's get, into, let's get into poe stuff hey yeah how's your how, how we how are we doing this are we doing this week in poe first are we talking about our weeks you know in what? poe what do you want to do doesn't matter there's a lot of stuff that i want to bring up from the past couple weeks but i'm excited to talk about how we were playing so i don't care if we go in order or not you just how, sit, you just how talk. far back are you going how about you so hit them real quick remember what do you in got? 3.0 when oh, <laughs> no <laughs> you just you, how about this you well, just talk about, and i'll fill it in do, we'll do it the opposite is, you like some, filling in me. I'll fill in so, you. And okay. We got back into the porno version yeah, right. of a, of <laughs> a day. you know what I mean. The, well, cause the, only, the only reason I ask is because it gets, like, I feel like they're kind of both intertwined. Like, I, I have stuff to talk about for my week. So I had a great week playing. I had a lot of mixed reactions and things that happened. So, you know, it's funny. I was thinking this week. It's one of the blessings and curses of having a podcast that we do once a week. And we're, we're once a week. We are every single week, but that's it. We're not doing some midweek show and whatever so the the curse of that is sometimes that we have an episode and then something happens the next day so we talk about something and something then all of a sudden comes out and it's like well shit and so i've just told myself that that just makes us prophetic and it's yeah. fine we're just and then the things that we want to get fixed get fixed and yeah. life is great it was because of the behind the scenes conversations we had with ggg clearly <laughs> that's right it's telling us just listen. without telling so, anyone else what's right. gonna happen but hey so listen it, this actually this past episode we had 136 i think that 
despite the fact that a lot of the times we have something and it sounds like we say it prematurely because we record on a Friday, then fixes happen throughout the weekend. And, you know, like you said, but this past time, a lot of our conversation revolved around something that wasn't direct. Like, sure, like Arch Nemesis was released in a very interesting. No, not Arch Nemesis. What's this? Sentinel. (laughs) It's going to get intertwined a lot. Sentinel was released in a very interesting state but at the end of the day a lot of what we had to say was about the behind the scenes mentality the the bigger picture of it all that impacted the decisions so i think it was still relevant despite the fact that it was an early release yeah so to me that's just a little bit of the curse of how we do it once a week we're not a, a twitch streaming thing so we don't talk about every day but it's also a blessing because sometimes something comes up where and it did this week where something comes up and i go what is wrong with this company like they can't actually think this way. This is just, it makes me very angry. And I am happy that I end up getting a week to chill, to think it over, to try to understand what they're doing. And in this particular, in one of the particular cases, I still highly, highly disagree with them, but it, it's good for me because I get the, and I'm, this is directly related to the release of the, and I'm sorry, I'm going to throw your stuff all over the place, but this is yeah, directly do, related do to the release of the modifiers that they showed for Arch Nemesis. So there was, you know, like we started the week out, we're playing the game for me, act one and two were the hardest they've ever been. This was the worst leveling experience I've ever had in Path of XL. And for people who sometimes give us a hard time and bitch and moan about, you know, oh, you're casual or you're hardcore. I was in maps on the second day. I'm, I've almost entirely cleared the Atlas, so don't have some attitude about what you haven't played it enough. I, I'm still campaigning. Yeah, but, but, but <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Act 8. I, it was the worst leveling experience I'd ever had. That Friday was not fun. I did not enjoy it. It was, I died way more than I've ever died in an act, and it just seemed like it was overtuned, which is kind of what we talked about in, in our thing. And then they, they've come up with multiple posts with some changes. And I'm sure we'll talk about those changes, but they, we've talked about this for a long time about clarity in the game, understanding what you're fighting, understanding what's happening. And they came up with the release of the arch nemesis mod, uh, modifiers and this list of 80. And I, I, everyone who's listened, I assume has probably seen it. If you haven't seen it, you can go check it out. It's on their forums, on their announcements. But what made me angry was referencing back to the idea of Chris saying, Players will figure it out. They'll start to understand it. And that the previous modifiers were just bags of stats is what he claimed. Is that so what that's what he called them? Uh, this was exactly that. This was here's a here's a modifier and here's it six lines of what it does, which is absolutely nonsense. Like a player can't figure that out. You can't understand some to the degree of some of these things, what they are. And it just bugged me because I was like, why can't you just make it? So that a modifier does one or two very obvious things. It does maybe increase fire damage and it does a firewall. It does increase cold damage and it puts you in this cone. Like, I don't understand why they have to go to these crazy details of all these different things that it can do to make the game harder and then expect you to just figure that out. So it was good for me to just sort of have the week to play, continue playing. And I still do. My opinion is still the same. I think it's nonsense that they have these. I love Arch Nemesis in the sense that it is visually, it's one of the best ways to see what modifiers are affecting an enemy. It is. I can see on them. Uh, granted, it's not the easiest. I really wish there was something else that would show me like uh, some sort of heads up display or something because I have to mouse over them, which is a bit of a pain. But I can at see. At least you can. Yeah, I can at least see Gargantuan and Frostweaver. I can. And I, I, that to me is better than what it was before. But 
they've made it too hard, I still think, to know what all of these modifiers are supposed to do. And it's still not in game, which I, I find that a little bit annoying. But the more I've played this week, Sentinel is an amazingly fun mechanic. It is, the league is so much fun. Like, I, there's, we've talked about this when the last league came out and the new Atlas passive came out. It was a, a new way of playing the end game your way. And it's crazy to me that they've even been able to go a step further to be like, you can do even more now to build it how you want. Yeah. And Sentinel, man, it makes it hard. It makes some of the stuff really hard. Like when you get deep into red maps and you use a pandemonium on a huge group, like I've really specced into shrines and strong boxes and finding massive clumps of enemies and then using a pandemonium is terrifying. Like I have to like, okay, I literally plan out how I'm going to run. I'm going to drop it. I'm going to quickly flame dash away and then I'm going to start fighting them. And I do really enjoy that. It's really fun for me to like figure out a map. How do I want to juice it? And how do I, and the rewards are insane. It's just very, very hard, which I'm fine with the end game. We talked about this last week. Make the end game hard. I'm all for that, especially if it's my fault. Like it, it's funny when I did a couple, I was trying to do, cause I've done all the end game bosses now. Like I've done the eater of worlds the syrian ones like I've, I've done all of those guys i've got my two first void stones uh but i did realize that as i was going through those some of them i just was didn't have the balls to drop my sentinels because i knew it was going to make them very very difficult and i mm. needed the completion on the map and so okay. i like that though that was my decision i could i knew i could beat it if i didn't use them and i knew that if i used them i just risked you know putting myself in a position of potentially losing a portal or two yep which I didn't want to do. I like that though. I love that the end game has become a little bit more difficult. I just didn't it's like your the own, fact that it's your own individual game. Right. And the app and the, the campaign is not, I have to do it. So I just, that was the thing that bothered me last week. We talked about it. I don't feel like it's changed too much. I know they, they, they reduced the amount of modifiers on mobs and you know, if they've, they've changed some stuff, but I do appreciate that they've been open about it. There were lots of posts this week, which I'm sure you've got to from GGG about, you know, the changes that they were making. Chris has been, yeah. I think people sometimes forget like Chris, there were three, I want to say there were three posts and I want to say he had all three of those posts posted before the end of our weekend. I think so. I think the last one came out on like Sunday. They don't have staff and nor should they have a fully staffed office over the weekends. So there are going to be things that need yeah. to be changed. And we've talked about this literally every league and I get that some people really hate that, but a league doesn't often come out perfect. There is often things that need to change. It's just unfortunate when some of those things you go as a player, I feel like there could have been some hindsight to understand what past leagues have done and maybe we shouldn't be going this route or, but I also know that they can't tune things up after, you know what I mean? Like if they come, if they come into the league with them tuned down, they can't later go like, Hey, we made this too easy. Now we need to make it harder. So yeah, it, that was what I was thinking about, though, with regards to the blessing and the curse, was that it gave me a chance to actually like play the end game, get through the campaign, get deep into maps, and start actually experiencing the Sentinel side of it. But I, yeah, it, my POE week has been so much fun. Once I got into the end game, I, there's nothing more fun in this game right now than building the Atlas. Nothing. That is my favorite part of the game right now, is figuring out. And now that I can block stuff, like, and I you don't blocked see, a lot originally. Uh, Did you still stick to lot. that? Oh, yeah. I and rushed to Metamorph. My my Atlas tree went up, right, down, Metamorph. I was like, F that. <laughs> that is the worst mechanic with Sentinel. It's so bad. One of the things later on when I get to patches is there's 
some two exclusions for let me let me try and find it here there are two exclusions for metamorph uh the inherent maximum life bonuses from monster modifiers no longer apply to metamorphs this is something that happened recently later okay yeah and then the mirror image monster modifier <laughs> thank goodness can no longer appear on metamorphs the first but time i built a metamorph still, i was like oh i'm screwed I have to pick every piece of a body that has an arch nemesis modifier on it if I want the actual loot. I there I did the very first metamorph I did, I even tried to make it easy. The metamorph spawned and I disappeared. And I yeah. tried to be defensive. I don't even know what happened. And that's the one thing that's always annoying with Path of Exile. We and again, we've talked about that to death. When sometimes when you die, you're like, huh? Yeah. The hell was that? I don't know and, what I don't know what I did wrong. I'm not sure how I just died there. And that's super frustrating. So Metamorphs are really bad for that. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I've never... The thing that I don't like about Metamorph is that the transitions are really hard to see because it's that like blobby style of thing and you can't... It's really hard to see in some of the darker maps and then there's like all of a sudden a huge spawn of enemies and then you're trying to see the tell from the big, you know, Metamorph enemy but you can't tell where they Sometimes are. Sometimes I don't even know where he is, yeah. Right, so... And then... So it, it Metamorph actually turns into a mini-map game for me so I can see where that icon is, but then I don't see what's actually dangerous. And then, of course, if they do that like metamorph sludgy thing where you can't tell what's happening and then there's like this big explosion after or something like it's 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 hard. So it's it's been a mechanic that I've never been able to. Um, I like the concept of it, but I've never enjoyed the actual gameplay of it. But Arch Nemesis Last League was a metamorph that I loved. And I explained how much I absolutely loved that the tells on these monsters were so much easier when there wasn't too many ads around, right? And if you cleared the area around your arch nemesis location and then did the fight, it was a really fun experience. It was hard. It was crazy. You built it yourself, but you could see the interaction with the enemy and what was happening and where it was going. And you got used to and you learned about new base types or existing base types of monsters, right? And so I do like, I, and I absolutely love where they're going. It was too bad that the league was released as, as it was, um, but I really like the direction that it's going. And I think it's, I, I mean, do you want to talk Let's more talk about, about this that? Week. Or do, Let's do this about, week in POE and then we'll jump into our weeks. All right. Well, first yeah. thing that I want to shout out, it's almost like, uh, I, I was, I, so I saw maybe now I'm three quarters of the way through, through that four hour Bay class that Chris was just on. Okay. and. I am so impressed with Chris. And but you know what I'm I'm actually really impressed with all of them. I just love the dynamic that they have. I love that they're all on the same team despite the fact that they have disagreements. Is that a word disagreements? Besides the fact that they disagree on certain things, but I am so impressed with how Chris with all the criticism that he can get with all the stuff some some subjects are repeated over and over because it's something that just the community really wants or they want to know an update on and he's repeating himself a lot there's so many stuff that he wants to say that's coming down the pipeline that he can't but he's always kind about it he's never sarcastic about it he never snaps or breaks chris if you need to break go for it <laughs> like it's it's one of like i'm just so impressed with not just his his character in the interviews but also his ability to represent the company like if i was being interviewed you would see some facial expressions on me when someone brings up something that, you know, a choice that I've made that I don't like. You see some like defensive attitudes, some sound, you know what I mean? Like I, I would not ever be able to do what Chris does with the consistency and the kindness that he does it 
But he even has the attitude in terms of representing his company where it's he's fine saying like, you know what, this is something that I would like to see improve. This is something that we have worked hard towards, or this is something that we do need to get better at. And he's he represents the company in such a really nice, humble way that even when you disagree with them, you can see where they're coming from. And I, I just want a really big kudos to him for that, because despite the fact that there was a lot of stuff that the community maybe blew up about from that Bake last episode, I have it, he was just very, very good in it. And I totally see where they're coming from. And for example, one thing I think there might have been um, like the community might have taken a very selective part of what he said. But when he was talking about how some in-game information isn't their responsibility, I think it was really taken out of context because he answered really well. Like he said, like I, these are, he answered exactly the way I, who's someone who wants in-game information in that big last episode, uh, I, I want in-game information. The answer he gave is exactly what I wanted. I don't want strategy in there. I want information, basic information. And he was totally on board with it. And it, it was good, despite the fact that, you know, we don't like why that information hasn't been in the game. The attitude going forward was amazing. So I was just overall, I've been so impressed with how well he deals with the community, especially in live circumstances. I agree. I just in that particular case where that conversation did come up, it was about stuff that didn't exist in the help. And it, it he kind of got to that point after the conversation was leaned towards that it should be there. And then he was like, OK, so I understand that. You would want to see this, but not, like he did get it and then he was good yeah. about it, but it's just that it's not there. That's all. Oh, for sure. For sure. But I mean, I, I just, I can't, it's always, uh, yeah, let's check it out. And even sometimes when he's a stickler about something, it's always just very understanding and kind. And I would not ever be able to do that as consistently as he does at all. So big, big shout out to that. I hope he's, uh, encouraged. I hope he sees a lot of the encouragement in the, uh, in the community and not just all the criticisms. But in terms of this past couple weeks in PoE, I'm going to skip a lot, but there was some pretty sweet MTX stuff that just happened. A lot of it was just this Lots. Week, did you Lots, see the Maroider? Yeah. Maroider. That oh, came from the Bay class. And I love that somebody in that team that quickly was like, all right, Chris said it. That's hilarious. Uh, they must have had an idea in their head for like a while. They're like, oh, I can do it now because that literally right. came from just a joke conversation in the bay class it's hilarious i'll never get it because i don't think you can i think you have it's just a chest one or it's it's only for the marauder right and but it's i think it's a chest mtx too but it scales with, with strength. strength yeah but it needs to scale it should be maxing at like 500 strength 1500 strength is not a real number <laughs> yeah. nobody gets 1500 strength come on nah 500 and that's easy. when you glow red and look amazing but it is a yeah. really funny concept it so made me awesome. laugh and I don't know if... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to tell you, something. there was a joke about like other options and I wish I could remember who tweeted it, but somebody said the Templar and the neck just gets longer. Oh, as you... yeah. <laughs> you know what? What a fun way to like end it off because I'm sure they'll have that character model fixed for PoE too. Maybe they'll keep it forever. I think that'd be awesome. Put some spots on it. Like as they, like oh, they don't giraffe. get rid of MTX though, right? So it's got to stay forever. That's right. Uh, they, I don't, can you think of any support gems that have an MTX? Um, some of the, uh, the, uh, totem one does. Oh, totem support. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause cast, uh, that's cast new damage. though. That's new that they didn't for a really long time. So, but yeah. Uh, cast and damage taken has an MTX, which is pretty I cool. I saw that. Yeah. yeah did you neat. see it? Does it look good? I, I didn't actually watch it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
I, I, I think it's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. They, okay. It's, it's the, the, the the new hideout that they they did the walkthrough of the two hideouts from the support packs. And yeah. Did you? It, there's okay. So did you watch? I, I didn't watch them because I have one of them. I just quickly glanced at the other one, the uh, zombie type, like graveyard type one. Okay. Did you watch it? Yeah. Did you notice that they introduced something that you have been asking for literally since yes. forever? Which yes, is it's that, in my notes. Uh, to- the lights light up as you walk. Oh, is it? I'm not looking at your notes. Yeah. Sorry. The, no, the, no. the lights light up as you walk towards yeah. them. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's what Tyler wanted. I know, right? The they, only they, thing I wish is you could change each individual one. Because can you imagine <laughs> like having like a Christmas themed graveyard? Like you got like blue, red, and green and they're that's all like... Right. I think that'd be awesome. That's right. No, that's pretty awesome. I was joking with myself throughout the week. I'm like, oh, they heard us. And so I'm pretending <laughs> that they actually take notes for every episode. Clearly. And they're just really delayed in implementing yep. all of our that's amazing right. ideas. But yep. no, I thought that was really cool. I've been wanting motion sensored lights. This, so this is really me being a goober. But when GGG first came out with their Jinx store, and they were coming out with t-shirts. Uh, they put an announcement out, kind of like what they did recently. They're looking for suggestions for other cool MTX and support packs. They did the same thing when they started the Jinx store. Like, hey, what kind of items would you be looking for? And I'm like, well, let me tell you. Not only do I want a Path of Exile pen, I want some garden stuff. And I want a lamp that looks just like the ones in the Val Temple, but they only turn on when i come close super realistic yeah. i wanted it to be Seems real feasible. in my garden <laughs> i want a vowel temple garden i mean you could base them on sensors right so you could have it be like right solar powered and censored that makes sense i don't get know why it, that's not, yeah <laughs> get a mouse pad all right even though nobody uses them anymore a i want a pen pad. and i want some nice fancy lanterns motion sensor you want a pen do you want a pen that actually just says like path like an official like path of exile <laughs> like you'd see in an office like <laughs> yeah because i think you could just go and make one no no i i want it i'll sell you an official GGG. one for 25 bucks <laughs> official oh i it love it might official. say bic on the uh tip <laughs> that's but. Right. but that's just a typo that's right that's right uh they came out with more zombie skins which is nice i'm not mm-hmm. a fan i like the more realistic style looking things with the exception of the harmonious pack that i absolutely love in the tigers but this new zombie skin i guess uh, like it's a minion pack it's a whole pack yeah yeah but did you see the polaric hideout that was kind of neat. That is so cool. It is. I like the That's so alternate. cool. I love the yeah. spinning thing, like from the actual arena. You know what's going to be funny? They're going to come out with the Infinite Hunger version where you're just slow everywhere you walk. Like it's just full of sludge. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next hideout. <laughs> like, well, we That's gave right. you one. Here's the next and one. Granted, you can't move. You have to get to that you might portal. Die. That's right. right. (laughs) If you get to the portal, then you can use your waypoint and stash and all that kind of stuff. But every time you come in, you got to go through the sludge. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Uh, I finished that boss and I will be selling every invitation here on forthwith. I will not be doing that fight again because you get it every 14th fight. Don't you have to do that to get to the Eater of Worlds? No, the 28th. So the 14th is him and then the 28th map gets you. So you don't have to do the hunger every time you want to. Oh, okay. No. But you have to just you do can, it the first time. He also doesn't have an actual loot table. Like, he just strictly doesn't drop anything. He's like, hey, here's some blue items from Act 1. Yeah, I, I killed him, and I was like, that's weird. Nothing dropped. And then I hold down Alt, and I'm Ethan's playing beside me. I'm like, dude, look at what I got. It was like blue. There were like six blue items. That's all that dropped from him. I'm like, man, not doing it. That's dumb. Because it's not mm. a fun fight either. 
Um, you got which support pack? How's your new hideout? Uh, time. You got the one with Is the map device or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The one where you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I guess you can change the time of day, and then it's got the little portals that take you around to different places. It's great. I took I took somebody. Think I was like, oh, somebody has one. A couple designs already on the the hideout website hideout showcase or whatever it is so i i got one from there and it's great nice is there a, yeah. there's no reset to default button is there what do you mean like so you've changed that hideout you can't set it back up to the way that it originally came can you so i what i don't know if they've ever introduced something like that what i've always done is when i get into a hideout for the first time i export the hideout and i save it so i always have the original design mm -hmm. of a hideout um i don't know why i did that i did that a long time ago but so yeah, I could oh, if I just from imported really the old times when you could even only have one hideout. Remember when you could only have one hideout? It didn't even let you switch between bases. Like you just had to abandon yeah. all that effort in your previous hideout. Yeah. So I just I have that's it is weird actually that they don't have a reset the hideout. Yeah. But yeah, so I could if I pulled that in. But because console can't import and export. Hmm. So when you make a change, Once that's you make it. A change, that's done. just it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hmm. kind of weird. I feel like that's probably an easy thing for them to eventually implement. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, it's I fine. like I it too. Cool. I got the same. Yep. I don't know if we got the same support pack, but I got that one for sure. Uh, okay, mystery boxes slash challenge rewards. Amazing. The mystery boxes okay. have gone up two bucks, right? They used to be three bucks a box. Mm -hmm. Now they're five bucks a box. But look mm -hmm. at what you get. It's amazing. They're all like these super cool interactive MTX. But also, you can't get duplicates anymore. How amazing is that? Like I, now that you can't get dupes, I totally get the two dollar increase in uh, what, Justin? Okay, what? so here's the thing. Justin's I agree with you. What? They are they're cool. The ideas in them are nice. I like that if you buy like for the portals, for example, you could you can buy another one for the fifty points. You don't have to try and keep rolling for it. And I do like that you can't get duplicates. I just don't like that there's five versions of each of the items. So while you introduce the ability to not get duplicates, which is great, you also introduce the ability for me to now have like four or five versions of a boot, the same boot, just a different color to it or the same uh, skin for a flask, but it's just a different color to it. So I 100% understand why they did that, because they were introducing the ability to not get duplicates. So that meant they needed more stuff for people to be able to get. But uh, it's it, I do really like it. I love the fact that they're going away from the duplicated thing but i just don't like that it's now if i you know wanted to spend the money to get a bunch i'm still having to fight through four or five versions of the same pair of boots or the same chest you know what i mean like in the old versions if i was if they came out with an armor set there was an armor set and then there was a combination of the armor set right sure but there weren't three versions of the same armor set so You've while well, you've introduced the ability to not have duplicates, you've also introduced the ability for me now to have to purchase still just as many, or I don't know if it's just as many, but you've had I have to buy a lot to try and actually get the version of that armor set you released now in the color that I want. Oh, so I, I see. So it's harder to actually get a match because of the right. color variations. And right. I, yeah. I, 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 just, I, I do that. understand I why that. they did that. You couldn't come out with a mystery box that only had a hundred items because then you could for sure just buy them all and you've got everything i get why they had to like figure out a number that financially makes sense of how many versions of this to try and incorporate people buying more packs because i know that mm. that's how they make their money but i do love that there's no yeah. duplicates there are some things you can get in there that are great and i do like the fact that if i get a portal i can go and buy that same because the colored portals only work with each other 
that I can just go buy another red portal for 50 points and, and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they're fun. I only bought five and then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. Cause I got, as soon as I got like a pair of boots that were a blue color, I was like, well, now what happens if I get legs that are red color and it's just, I don't know. It's cool yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess that's kind of how, I mean, at least you can't get the same skin yep. twice. So that's, that's what you're saying. Yeah. The challenges love- look cool. They're just insane. Oh, and I, I love how not they're... be touching them. No, no, they're just as grand <laughs> as before. They're not. They've never been for me. It's never been my thing, though. I think I burnt out of achievements and challenges years ago. There was a game or two that my wife and I were playing. We used to be achievement freaks on the Xbox. Yeah, Xbox. And, you were annoying. And we'd hundred percent all the games we liked and loved. And then uh, there was one game that we were just like, "Nope, we're done." That's it. Yeah. And it just ruined achievements for me. Like I'll get an achievement now. I'm like, oh, I just get out of my way. I'm trying to see him racing. Mm-hmm. But um, I one thing that um, was really funny to me was when I, I saw lots of comments throughout the community that they were kind of pissy that there wasn't any armor sets that they could buy with their support packs, like with the the just the league specific support packs, right? Like it was hideout stuff oh, it was interactive i so love the change i oh, love that uh, change too. it's such and a it, switch up and it was it was good because now the mystery boxes are different and you can get cool items there but you can't even get duplicates but then also they put the armor i mean they still let you get armor specific to the league per se but now it's through challenges so now you're getting these amazing armor packs for free yeah just plain that's great as long as you can get it and you can tailor how the end game works just so that it can be easier for you to get your 40-40 if you wanted to. But, and I, like, I'm, now, for me, if I wanted to buy an armor set and I wanted to get it through the support pack, I can't because I'm not going to be getting 40-40. But to me, that, it, it's an odd thing to complain about because if you wanted armor, okay, we'll buy the 600-point pack and then use 600 points, the points to go buy one of the yep. billion different types of armor they have in the game. So, or in the store. So, like, I th- I love what they did. I love that they gave amazing looking MTX for your challenges. It's not just a cheesy. Like, remember when it was wings are for this crazy feat and the portals for this crazy feat. Now you're getting like a, a, a huge amount of MTX with a whole bunch more checkpoints. And I love how it's organized. I love how it's a lot more. I can go into the challenge list and I know where to go to see if I've done something, if there was something I was working on, right? Yep. You know, in the old I, system, I, I was a, like, well, I don't really know. And I take open each one and I'm like, oh, that's where that is. No, still not doing it. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think it's a great change. I love it. I think BK brought it up a couple episodes ago that I didn't even think about, which is what you're talking about here, where it gives people a chance to get something for free with regards to the MTX yeah. that they could never get. You couldn't get armor sets no. for, without you paying for it. You normally have to spend the 60 bucks. Yeah, so I do really like that, but I did go look at the challenge list, just curious. I was like, oh, what are, you know, what are these challenges? And I started, it's, first off, you scroll for days, like it's a long, right? Because they've introduced so many more challenges, but I, I was like, no, it, like literally the very first one that I don't even have finished was something, something about an act boss. And I'm like, I'm not going back to, oh, I, I think Shatters. it was using Apex, Apex Sentinel on an act boss, hmm. which I could do very easily, but I was like, no. I don't care. <laughs> At the and end that's of great. the week, I love that. I'm, I love that. Short. Yeah. Another thing that I've been wanting for a very long time that they released this week or this league 
was a now playing section in the hideout music player. The hideout music player is one of the only things I've ever purchased full price from the store. And for the longest time, you could select what you wanted. And they even added new songs to it, you know, after each league and things like that. But you could never tell what you had selected. And that was really hard. If you selected the player, it wouldn't tell you? No. Yeah, that's right. Well, so let's say I'm playing the Shaper song. Okay, that one I'd probably recognize. But okay, oh, wow, I really like this. And let's say it was Act 3's Encampment music. But one month later, I'm not going to remember that. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, no, that's Act 3, Act 4. So for a long time, the music player didn't let you know after you'd selected a a track what music was playing. So if you'd go back in and be like, okay, let's try something else, you wouldn't know what to switch back to if you didn't like it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So yeah, a now playing, quote unquote. But now that they... My watch keeps banging my desk. I'm trying to like shift it around so that it's not going to bang, but my hand keeps hitting. Sorry. But no, now they have, now that they added the random music option, which is amazing. And it's always going to be on, on both guild hideout and my own hideouts. Now that they have the random music player, they have Mm -hmm. a now playing section there too, which is really cool. That is cool. It'd be really cool too. If they had like a, just like almost a, a, an overlapping HUD or something that you could have on your screen that also showed like a now playing or something so that you wouldn't yes. have to go to the player to just see it because the music is so good. So being yes. able to know like, oh, that's where I heard that from. I like that you have a random now so I don't have to walk into your hideout and feel like I'm about to go into something epic. Oh, every day every, when you walk into a hideout, it's <laughs> epic. Da-na! But you come out of like this crazy hard map. It's been a just super tough and you just finally beat the boss. You're like, oh, all right, back to the hideout. And you go to yeah, Tyler's yeah. hideout. You're like, what the hell? It continues. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Let it be good. No, uh, yeah. but I I forget if it was someone on Bay class like Ray's or if it was Ziz or who, but I, somebody said it would be cool to have the music player available to yourself as an option while you're gaming. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. And so that, that would well, be, be great neat. for streamers too. Wouldn't it? Well, yeah. it'd be yeah. great for you POE because music, so. Camille makes some amazing stuff. And so it would just mm-hmm. be extra stuff. And sure, it might not be relevant to the current situation you're in, but people are muting the music anyway. You he know tweeted I mean? today some of his old EDM playlist and said, should I incorporate some of this into... Uh, Camille did? I haven't checked tweets today. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's funny. so funny. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, was, uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. A lot of that mtx stuff and nice little tidbits that happened um patches lots of patches happened of course too yep. uh x uh, playstation was updated at the time wednesday and it all worked out xbox there was a bit of a delay but only by one day there was a big hiccup there but they got it out and they got it out really fast so that was a great job done by them and uh so all consoles are up to date and the consoles are up to the 0.3 hotfix i think it is but yeah but man, there's some stuff that, I, and I absolutely love, absolutely love the changes that GGG is making to the rare monsters. Uh, okay. Like, what do they have? They, they, what do they, they lowered the number of modifiers they have incrementally, right? As they yeah. get up there, uh, monster modifiers. Four instead of five. Right. Monster modifiers aren't, uh, just have been reduced in general, like the power Three instead of them. four, sorry. Right. Yeah. yeah. But no, monster modifiers themselves have been reduced. And in mm-hmm. general, rares do less damage and have less health. So like it was a big, mm-hmm. like, and from a whole bunch of different aspects, they were cut down. Do you think that the community overreacted? Personally, for me, I don't think the community overreacted in terms of how the campaign was working with rares and those monster modifiers. I'm not in maps yet. So do you think that 
in terms I, I did you get to maps within the first day or was it the second day after they'd already toned some stuff down because my question is going to be did you think ggg acted too quickly with the map changes because i don't know i'm not there um or like how it impacts maps and because it also seems like there's a lot of hardcore players out there that successful day one and of course day two three and so on so where do you i i i think campaign was too hard but i have no um experience with what it was like end game so i was in maps uh, after they came out with the first one which was the rare and magic monster rebalance this was their first chris post and this came very very quickly after we recorded yeah last week that this post actually bothered me a little bit and you and i talked about it like i i, I wish he would keep stuff out about saying like he said we tested it extensively that irritated me because no i don't think you did or you didn't from a player's perspective or whatever however the courses of you testing it uh, anyone who had to play through that in act one and act two would have been like uh we might need to make some adjustments here so i was playing maps before they came out with uh part two and part three and i am very happy that they made the changes that they made i i i like a challenge but i don't want it to be I don't want to be annoyed at the game because I'll play another game. I do want a challenge, but I want it to be not just shitting on me for no good reason. And that's what it felt like when I first started getting like it was tough, man. Like to try to progress through early maps was really hard in the beginning. Um, You're already fighting to get your stats and your, you know, your your resists and everything set. And then you're also like, hey, here's a boatload of rare mobs who normally I there were there were areas where I was skipping rares just to get to the boss. Yeah, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to kill them. And I was like, well, I need to get the completion because I need to make sure I'm progressing. But I if I try to fight them, I'm probably not going to kill them. And that's not really fun. That's not a fun way to be mapping. So I don't think it was an overreaction. I think there's always some, you know, there's always outliers and things that are a little unfortunate and people go a little bit too far with stuff. I cannot stand. I will say this forever and I don't care how much even I'm not happy with the league or a situation. I can't stand people that are like, I'll never play again. And I'm. This is it. And this is the death of GG. Uh, just bye, bye, bye. Fuck off. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't have the time for that. It's so frustrating. Like, if you don't want to play, then don't play. But why are you posting about it? Like, just don't play. Yep. If that's not your thing, then then you shouldn't don't give them your money and don't support them by playing the game. Like, that's fine. That's that's how you should treat your money and your time. I'm not a fan of like going out to try and convince other people that they also need to follow suit and like let's lead an army and we're out of here and i just don't like that stuff so i think that the reaction was fair from the community i think there is like i said there's outliers there's people that you know get a little bit too animated and too worked up about it but i also think this was ggg's fault like it it wasn't properly tested in my opinion i could be completely wrong i don't know what happens in the back end but i don't play a ton and I was able to go like, there's stuff here that just isn't working. And it's mm. very frustrating. It's not fun. And you're taking the fun out. And I think we talked about it last week too. The goal is to get people to end game. You know, that's where you make your money. Yeah. So make that part a little bit harder, but not the process of getting there. So I, do you, I was, I was fine with the changes. Do you think oh, now, <laughs> sorry, yeah, my cat, Tyler's cat just like Superman didn't cross the screen. Uh, it might be a hard thing question to answer because you're probably well i guess not because you're only using your sentinels once or twice a map depending on the nodes you've selected um do you find now that the rares and magic monsters are too easy do you think that no. they did too, you think that they're at a good place if you took if, if I you use, take sentinel out right because sentinel's going to okay, make them harder sure. so try and think yep. of the times where you haven't used your sentinel 
Yep. And you have a combination of modifiers that are fine. They don't really mix well. So they're just like, they kind of conflict with each other. Is that rare too easy? Think about a rare where it's like, I don't know, hasted and soul eater. Like, is that way too hard? Like, is, where's okay, but again, there's always going to be like some sort of an outlier to those situations. Yeah. I would say if I don't use Sentinels right now, because Sentinel to me is a whole different discussion. It's the league mechanic and I fucking love it. It is so much fun. But if you took Sentinel out and I was just dealing with the rares in a map and I was going through it like normal, I would say it's almost on par for what it's always been with regards to fighting rares. The only thing is there are modifiers that break a build and that... I don't, I'm not, I'm playing traps. So there's very few things that can like completely screw my build over, but there is stuff that is super frustrating. That whole effigy thing that is attacked. There are some times where I've killed myself and I didn't know why I wasn't able to figure out what just happened because there's so much stuff happening on the ground. I don't like that stuff. I don't like stuff that makes it so you all of a sudden can't regen. I don't like stuff that says you can't leech off of this. I, yeah. that the stuff that comes out that makes the monster harder I'm totally cool with the thing that makes them do more damage to me and I have to just, you know, manage and control that I'm fine with. I hate the stuff that affects my build right? and says like, oh, you built this way, you're screwed. So I think Arch Nemesis is in a relatively good spot. I just think there's either modifiers that need to just go away or they need to be severely tuned so that you, I, you can't break builds. Like you've already done it where a roll on a map can't be run by some builds. I have some maps. Players can't regen health and mana. I can't run that. So I don't run it. That's a, and I've chosen not to go into that map because I know I can't finish that map. It's the same with, you know, there's, there's lots of situations like that. You've already introduced one situation where you can brick a build. Don't do it in the middle of a map that I've rolled, I've corrupted, I've gotten like, oh, thank God I can do this one. And then all of a sudden you run into a, yeah. a mob that's just in there. It reminds me of like way, 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 way back when there was no rolling of maps and you just... You fire tornado shot or something off screen and you die because you hit a reflect by accident. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It's like, it, it wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And in fact, in this case, I actually tailored the map to make sure I could do it. But then you've introduced a monster that's like, yeah, no, you can't. Surprise. I don't like yeah. that stuff. But if I took out Sentinel, Sentinel, I think is in such a great spot because it is my own fault. And I am, it is a huge risk reward because when you kill those monsters, if you, especially if you build up, like how you can build up some of these sentinels to have like increased currency, increased delirium, like, and then you hit that pandemonium at a shrine, it is terrifying. And I love it. I have to now think, how do I get out? How do I manage these monsters? So I think it's in a really great spot. I just think there's some modifiers that are either too, yeah. they're dumb. They just should go away or they need to be like severely undertuned. Like you can't make it so an enemy can't be leached from. That's nonsense. It, There's builds that build around leech. It's, I, I mean, you know, I agree with you. I've been preaching since the dawn of time that, in my opinion, nothing should be against the map modifiers, let alone enemy random enemy modifiers should impact the player. Every modifier should only impact the enemies and the enemies within the map. It should never impact us. We should be able to play our build that we've invested all this time and currency into. And now, of yep. course, our Atlas. So, I mean, I've been yep. saying that for forever, so I'm completely agree. Don't, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. What other game, what other game out there can you think of where it's fun for the player when everything that they've worked towards all of a sudden doesn't work? Yep. It, it, There's just some things that need to go away. Yeah. From a gamer's perspective, yep. that's not part of the F-U-N fun. But I agree. Um, 
Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's, that's I think monsters news. in general, they're in a good spot. I don't yeah. want them to be harder than a map boss, but I want them to be challenging. Yeah. And I, I want, I do think that they're kind of at a good point to me. I feel like it's not harder. It's not easier than previous leagues. There's just combos where you can be like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a bit annoying, but they, yeah. well, one thing to kind of coincide with a, a lot of the suggestions and feedback that they've had is they changed the, the hasted and arcane buffer monster modifiers uh do you know what arcane does because i don't anyway the arcane yeah. buffer i do i just can't think of it right now so the hasted and arcane buffer monster modifiers will now be first encountered and i read in act <laughs> six and i'm like oh no nope. you know what that's that's good mm-hmm. that's good and then, then they, i reread it and i'm like oh no no it's level six it's level. monsters so i'm like that made is that me like laugh. right like, after bother? breaking the eggs <laughs> very quick i think i think what needs to be in the tutorial section you know how when you don't turn off tutorials it tells you you know this is how you allocate a node on your tree this is how you add a support gem Uh, they should have if there's a monster you can't kill this is how you reset an instance that should be a part of it because there's like i did that through the whole act man (laughs) if if, uh einhar showed up i was like nope that's not doing it that's right he's fine now his stuff is fine now but it was awful in the beginning and here's another one. I'm glad it's changed, but these are this is one that, especially considering the changes that have been made in the past, needs to get tackled prior to launch. The invulnerable modifier has been replaced with the benevolent guardian modifier. Like mm-hmm. how many leagues ago was it? Four leagues ago when they got rid of in, like a monster that that invulnerable, you had to kill that guy. They changed it so that it's yeah. a temporary buff. For some yeah, reason, buff, they kept yeah. it on totems, the permanent one. Um, but then mm-hmm. when Arch Nemesis came, they had it as an invulnerable one again. It wasn't the benevolent. Yeah, it was and awful. Again, they released it here. So anyway, I'm glad it finally changed. But those are, that's an example of something that I'm like, okay, you know, got to keep the mentality going. You got to keep it consistent, right? You want to know one thing that surprised me that they haven't gotten rid of that I still just scratch my head and go like, what the heck Bubba. is the invulnerable shrine? I still can't I figure know, out what it is about that that makes them think it's a good thing. When you hit that and you start attacking, your screen just explodes. Like, unless you're like my computer, thankfully, is quite good, but I, even mine will go into a slideshow at points yeah. where I've got traps firing off and there's mobs firing at me and nothing's dying. It's it's not good. And then I have to try and figure out like how do I get in there? That's right <laughs> to touch that stupid shrine. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's an- it's a big one I, I i drives me nuts and for some reason it has a really high roll chance every time i get the map modifier where you unlucky. get <laughs> I, I don't know what it is but it's like every single time i get area has a lot of totems whatever kind of map modifier it is like every second one yeah it's so bad mm. now did you know i just learned this because sentinels can no longer longer empower piety in act three in the crematorium right did you? Yep. It, but it's because she can't drop items. She doesn't drop items because you don't kill her, right? She portals out before you kill her. Oh, maybe she like, like maybe that. it's like her belt falls off as she's running away. Yeah, they could have added because something, still, but yeah, it, she, I don't she care die. if technically I'm killing an enemy or not. I be I beat I beat the thing. I did the boss nah, thing. Nah, you didn't beat her though. That's Piety actually never dies. She just lives forever. That's she's too technical. Always I did a thing. I I did it. I win. I win. Look, I'm portaling. Like yeah, you win. Come you on. get Tolman's bracelet or whatever oh, it is. Good for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there were certain thingy things and such. Now it's a little weird though because Piety in Act Six or whatever it is, where she falls to the ground when you kill her, mm-hmm. um, she does drop items. But she doesn't die. 
I yeah. think she drops items. I don't, I don't know. know. There's a lot of mobs around, but I'm pretty sure she does. So. You 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 win items. I wonder if That's you can apex works. her. I don't know. Whoa. Hmm. Hey, whoa, porno. <laughs> it's a whole day of that. Time. <laughs> Just apex <in> this. <laughs> uh, so this has been the easiest league in the world, Justin, for my filter changes. I'm still doing my filters, and if people are still following the builds that I post, not the guides, um, the, the filters are still there. But it was the filter changes were so easy, so easy. Sure, I, I got so to get rid of stuff, so right? many stuff. Yeah, and I already stacked. I I kind of saw how they, I put them all the sentinels in a spreadsheet and saw prior to launch that there were three different ones and they were all titled the same from like rusted to bronze, platinum, onyx, whatever it was. It's nice too because some of them don't drop. Right, and they were like, all in the you same. You can only get them as crafted or order. That's some right. of the bases only craft. Yeah. Now, when you're making the filter, you still have to give those a drop icon because you can. Nah. Well, once you've crafted it, you can still drop it. And that's your own fault. Sure, but you want that to be like, nah. wow, in your filter series, like, oh, I gotta get that up because if you don't actually for the stuff that technically doesn't drop, if you don't have that in your filter, it's just like you lesson learned. Time. <laughs> no, lesson learned. You don't learn a lesson <laughs> that you didn't realize you did until three maps later. It's just where the where is it? where is it? So you want that big, pow. but anyway, easiest one. I staggered the the sentinels the way that it was, and there was just so like because there wasn't like a lot of extra currency or anything. There was like two things, right? There was mm. the recombinator and just well, sentinels there's versions of the recombinator, yeah. right? Because there's the there's the there's three pow four power cores. And then three recombinators. Yep. And so just by judging what their titles were and looking at them, I, I, I staggered them. And it was the easiest one. I was nice. able to do it. And so what else? So yeah, Sweet. Chris's attitude on Bay, Bay Class. I'm always so impressed with them. Standard players. So remember I was talking about the Atlas passive tree um, and I was yeah. nervous about... Did you get a respect? So here's the thing. I never got a response from it, which is fine. Like I always laugh when people are like, hey, I wrote this bug and I never got a response from you. But I thought it was a legit sure. question. I couldn't find any responses from GGG anywhere, which is fine. But I now I'm thinking like, okay, I'm an idiot for pushing this subject because guess what happens in standard? Every time you have a legacy maps and then you convert them, which, oh my goodness, I loved watching the maps convert again. Oh, so awesome. You see the load bar going and then I switch to the new tab that they make and I see, oh no, you're not falling asleep, Justin. This is fantastic. <laughs> and then I go to the new tab that they make and I see... Just, all that new stuff. Oh man, I just love that kind of cool stuff. But anyway, in standard, if you want to save yourself time because you've already completed the Atlas, you just take, you know, a T16, rare, corrupt, and complete it. And then you've completed the entire Atlas. And it remembers mm -hmm. which unique maps you've done and which ones you haven't. Right? It doesn't just mm -hmm. autocomplete unique maps. Those ones it just remembers from, from your previous experience. And so it's really easy but of course because it's a new atlas that i'm not doing and i have to do that like you know re-add it all of course i'm getting a free respec every time like it's just a natural part of the progression because i'm not actually keeping the same atlas so i felt like an idiot when i saw that and i looked into it i'm like of course i haven't even done the atlas yet of course i'm going to get to respend all my points so Anyway, but I did write a bug report that GGG did respond to. You always feel, man, I feel super cool when that happens. <laughs> it's, it's a nerdy thing, but it was just, it was, um, it was a bug regarding how chat worked with controller support. And uh, cool. it actually got a, a, a couple responses from people like, me too, me too, me too, me too. And then GGG actually said, yeah, we just put in a fix. I was coming the next time you okay, yeah. load the game, it's showing up. And I was like, Aww. Oh, was that your bug report? Yeah, it was awesome. Because I did see that. Oh, yeah? I didn't know it was your bug report, though. Oh, 
you know. I was just like, God, who's this whiny person? I know, the controller this, <laughs> controller that. So anyway, um, do you... You've been enjoying your experience. You're doing traps. What kind of traps? Uh, I'm playing with Exsanguinate and uh, Seismic. Exsanguinate. And that's your long term? That's what you're going with? Why are you doing yeah, two? Yeah, currently. Uh, seismic's not great for clear. It's really good for bossing. Oh, okay. Exsanguinate's awesome for clear. Which one's six? Link? Or are you doing two uh, six? Links? Seismic. Okay. Seismic. And it's... um Yeah, I, I'm actually really having a blast. The Seriously, the Sentinels is... They are so much fun. The amount of stuff you get from them, if you can like plan when to use them and you got to like, you can't just use any Sentinel. Like you could technically, I guess, just use any Sentinel and then you'd probably see like meh effects from them. Sure. But if you actually focus on the Sentinels that have like specific reward types and then you use them up and then you try to merge them without merging because you don't want to like merge two currencies together because you'd be better off just merging them twice and you there's different base types that have different charges i'm just finding that side of it because i'm not that's a like pre-map experience for me like i have to go okay i've, I've used this one up so now it's time to start planning for my next one how am i going to build it what ones do i have which ones have good rewards and they're so much fun because it scares the crap out of me every time i use especially a pandemonium one because that one does one burst i have i can use it twice through a map but one burst hits a bunch of guys and then you got to kill them it's so much fun and i've tailored my atlas my atlas tree has changed a lot since what i thought it was going to be okay. at the start of the league and i'm actually debating pulling out of essences because i find essences awful in red tier maps they are terrifying like a six or seven essence monster no, that's not six. Not so bad. It's seven for sure. Eight is awful. They're t they are the worst, man. They they have like infinite health, and my build does a lot of damage to single target. Like, I can bosses are awesome to fight. These freaking essence monsters are just insane. They are so strong. They're so fast. They do so much damage, and they just have health for days. So I'm debating pulling out of essences because I'm not really needing them as much anymore. I'm not sure if I'm, I have a lot of essences at this point. I love shrines. I, this is the first league I played with going into shrines and I ended up changing my atlas to take almost all of the shrine nodes. God, they're fun, man. Because now when I click one shrine, I get two. Okay. Each shrine gives me two effects. They last for a really long time and they're always full of mobs because they have, you can increase how many mobs show up in them too. So if, when you combine that with the Pandemonium uh, mm. Sentinel, oh, good it combo. is so much fun. And then, uh, yeah, so I've, I've completed like the new bosses that came in, what it, or the pinnacle ones that came in last league. I've done, I don't even remember what they are. The, the fire one and the, I don't, what are they called? The great the hunger, not infinite hunger. What's the end one called? I don't know. Whatever those, whatever those new end game ones are, I've done them. I really, really like, do you remember the one we did where it's got like, uh, you have to stand in those little purple things yes. um, at one stage. I love that fight. Now that I actually understand how that fight works, I know the audio cues for when he's going to do something. I'm actually, I moved my whole map around my whole Atlas to go into all of his stuff. That's the eater because of can Yes. If I compare his fight to the fire one, Syrian Exarch, I don't know if that's the first version or the second one. I hate that fight. That The stupid like Mario... Yeah, yeah. Balls that's, I can't do it. I literally cannot do it. Either you're too fast or you're too slow. There's no speed that is great. Either I'm 
too slow so a ball runs into me or I'm too fast that I run into a ball. I just don't find that fight fun. Do, uh, all, do, do no movement speed. Just, just put 25% on your boots. No movement skill. You'll be fine. It's perfect. I don't have a huge amount of movement speed, but like you can do a movement skill, but you can still, by the time you get to the second stage of that one, they're everywhere. It's just not enjoyable. The other one though, I really, really like the, the Eater of Worlds because I know now his cues. I can understand where he's going to, you know, nice. where he's going to do his stuff. And so, yeah, I've done that and I've done two of the Guardians so far for Shaper. So I, it is fun. I'm having a good time. I'm nice. actually really, really enjoying it. I think they've made some good changes to make it a little bit more fun to play. Okay. I still hate some modifiers. There's some stuff that comes up that I'm just like, well, I'm probably going to die here because, yeah. you know, it's too hard. But I love blocking stuff out. I've never seen an abyss, which is amazing. <laughs> I don't see so, I have so many things blocked out. It's awesome. It, the only thing it does mean is there's a lot, like I see a delirium like every second or third map, which is good, except I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want them anymore. <laughs> They're uh, a bit annoying. Well, so. did you know though that uh, I saw this, this was from Heartland underscore GGG on Reddit. Uh, hmm. You can still force content through your maps like Scarabs and Kirak mods including fortune's favors the brave even if you've blocked them out right if you pay for them yeah no i, so I can't use scarabs because I, I do have the modifier that doesn't allow you to use fragments sure like i took that atlas keystone but yes if you pay for them through uh currency curix modifiers yep. i guess yep yeah so that which that, is good yeah. that would be pretty bad if it stopped it yes but that's actually not a bad idea though because then i could technically block delirium and then just do it whenever i you wanted want to do it right. just pay it for 16 chaos yeah. or whatever i will say the, the amount of currency you get once you start playing the Sentinels, like actually paying attention to them and the rules that they have and when to use them, currency has been, I, I have lots, lots and lots nice. of currency, which is awesome. Well, um, and I'm not having a strong a start, ritual so I'll, that I'll hit you up I, for some currency. I had a ritual that actually had a helmet, a good helmet with my seismic trap enchant on it. Really? yes very nice crazy right yeah it never yeah, happens so you always have to go out and get yeah. it so it feels cool hey i was like well man i could turn off ritual now i don't i don't know what to, i can't get something better than that nah. it was like a 6x 6x helmet wow good for you 6x <laughs> yeah how's how's your league oh, play been going uh, well i'm trying character? a new build right i'm not doing any of my Wait, guide build no 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 sorry i'm trying a new build okay. that i'm used to so i'm not doing my zombie sure. build or my righteous fire build uh, i'm trying a new idea and as you know, when, when you're a guide writer, you learn very quickly if your build is good for leveling or not. And so if I was still doing guide writing and I was hoping that this was going to be a good guide writing build or a good leveling build, it's not a good leveling build. All my damage comes late or through cluster jewels. And that was... Or from Talon. Or from Talon, yes, who's, <laughs> who helped me level and uh, sort of Nikolai a bit. And thanks, Justin, for not. But no, Justin, you five linked a unique that I wanted, right? The dying breath, the one that increases oh, yeah, curse yeah. efficiency mm -hmm. and such. Uh, I, I really wanted to do curse efficiency. I don't think I five linked it. Oh, no, Thalon did. That's right. No, you got the yeah, unique me. for me. And Thalon used to artist to five link it for me. And uh, so that was really awesome. Um, but it is one of those where minions... Zombies need notables to survive and to do damage. Zombies are okay. weak like that, but there are some minions where just leveling them and putting the appropriate supports on them, you can level without having minion damage investment on the tree. SRS, to me, 
it's slow, but it's one of those where you can get by without actually having minion damage investment on it. And so, yeah, I'm doing cast while channeling uh, with SRS and I'm making them poison. And at the beginning, it was quite tough, especially because uh, I didn't have cast while channeling until the middle or end of Act 4. Uh, once I got that, things became a lot smoother, but that's also when the rares... And again, I was leveling through that process where they changed, the rares changed a few times. Uh, I started as a Scion, and I'm starting out, I'm going east first, and I'm going through all the deck stuff. And I was going that direction originally because... And I'm still considering switching to this, but doing Castle Channeling with Blade Vortex with Poison and Summon Phantasm instead. Weren't you already doing that? Yeah, and I wanted I to weapon I swap, Vortex. but see, the thing with two-handed weapons in path of exile is there's no int dex two-handed weapon so for me okay. to want a lot of blue and green is is tricky and you can't really re-roll anything right you have to use that jeweler's crafting bench trick to try and get it used it a lot this league right yeah. but once you have that five link you can't change your mind you're stuck with those colors yeah, and then you got to get five, rid of it and yep. then you got to do it again so it's it's not really feasible so i'm still having to choose between each but originally because i was considering weapon swapping to go between srs or blade vortex i started going off on the deck side down there because blade vortex needs 155 decks so um just because it's a new build and i'm doing like i like what the end result is going to be um I, I like where it's going and i'm definitely progressing very easy now but it did take some setup and sometimes it's discouraging for me to be like, is this rare hard? Because like I'm on a five link in Act yeah, 8. Do I just is suck? The, is, or it is, the... a, is it just bad at this stage? Or is this sure. just a crappy rare? No, not crappy, sorry. A tough rare. Tough. And mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see once I get into maps. I do want to pull the push through with this. And I want to see if the SRS idea works. And Where are you right now? Uh, only Act 8. Um, okay. I've, I've actually had, we've had a very, very busy week. I think I've sat down to play Path of Exile twice since we hung out on Monday. And I think I got half an hour in each time. So, yep. um, let's see. So I do want to push through with the SRS version of the build. And then I do, I think I'll respec someone in the, on console and try the Blade Vortex version. Uh, I'm doing Scion for the sake of the defense that you can get. But there's a part of me that really wants to go to occult, Occultist and do it. Because uh, you get, I mean, I, I love Poison and I love stackable dots. And of course, in this game, that's with basic mechanics, that's only Poison. Poison. And yep. so, the, and I love Curse Efficiency. So that Ascendancy just makes perfect sense with the extra, with the free Wither and the Curse Resist and, you know, the extra Curse Efficiency and the extra Curse Allotment. So that just makes a lot of sense. But I just love the Scion. And she does her her occultist thing gives you ten percent instead of the thirty percent or twenty five percent of curse efficiency along with that extra. Yes, you can apply an extra curse. And I love the endurance charges of the juggernaut. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'll I'll have more time. Now the upstairs is going to be finished middle of next week with the extra deficiencies that were discovered and i'll have a lot more time while the kids are at school so i'm quite excited for that sweet so yeah it'll be nice to actually get there but uh, i'm still undecided and which makes gearing difficult to start leveling gems and stuff like that but the process is a lot smoother now for me for sure um one thing that i'm absolutely loving though i i too absolutely love sentinel um i'm the kind of player where i 
every time because I'm in love with rare monsters and the difficult fights, every time I see a rare, it's easy for me to remember about my sentinels. But even mm-hmm. though I prefer the what's the other one? The the first one you get, the red one. What's that called? Stalker. I like the stalker one because it just works for everybody all the time. I don't yep, have to worry awesome. about groups. It lasts long enough that once I've what killed. What ones are you using right now? Just stalker and apex. I am. I'm not oh, going to second pandemonium. To pandemonium. Um, and I'm thinking of just getting rid of stalker and just using the apex one. Um, until of course all that is filled. Oh my goodness, the filament system, Justin. So oh good. my goodness, it's amazing. I just when and and when that was brought up in the bay class, the Chris had kind of a hesitant comment where he's like you know we're testing some stuff with this with this leak right you know we're not we're not saying everything we're like there was a couple different times in that the filament part was one of them where he was like you know we're we're testing things right so you know uh, but man the filament it's super fun to be able to change that one at any point i really like it and just the auto leveling of it just i love being able this is what i want so let's just get going and he even explained how it how it prioritizes a little bit as well like it goes for dead ends first before it starts going yep. through. It always flows from the top down. Yeah. yeah. It's actually pretty cool too because you cap out at 30. And so they've done a really good job of making it hard when you're at 30 to like, it'd be easy if you only wanted one. I don't think, I, honestly, 30 is way too many points if you only wanted one. But it makes it very hard if you pick two. Three is impossible. You, I can't imagine why you would ever play with three. You'd lose out on so much. But even with two, there's choices you have to make that are pretty tough for like where you fill the tree yeah. in. It's fun. Yeah. And oh, I, I think one of my favorite things, because I am a slower player, I love, so I get that the Sentinel has duration and I'm fine with that. Or it has the, you know, hey, I've done my allotment, Charges. so I'm done. Yep. So I, like, I'm fine with that. That's part of the strategy of it. And it's one button. So that's, that's great. My, I think my, one of my favorite things about Sentinel is that the charge that, or the empowerment, whatever it is that they put on the enemy doesn't expire. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that really nice. seriously is the best part. That's I, that's even more exciting to me than the filaments, though I really don't want filaments to disappear from the game. But the fact that as a slower player, I don't have to worry about Kinda my lack of damage so that I can even actually kill it. Right. And, and you can still go back. To me, that is such a smart decision. I just absolutely love it. You do lose the charges on the Sentinel if you die, but that's fine to me. Oh, I yes, love the fact that, makes that what I've done to the mob doesn't. Especially because if you use Pandemonium, it doesn't matter. You could die right away because that that thing's done anyway. You at least get all your charges. So um, have you noticed, because I haven't done a lot of playing around with it right now. uh, Have you noticed a difference in the mods, in the mods, sorry, the modifiers that can roll on the Pandemonium Sentinel and, or is it, no, Sentinel, what's the red one? Stalker. Uh, Between the three, have you noticed that only one can roll certain mods? Because nope. what's the difference then between one that only impacts rares and uniques versus the stalker that will impact empower those enemies as well? Like, why would I? Uh, so to be honest, I've never looked enough into Apex because I didn't like the idea of only doing one or two. So I don't know exactly. The stalker one to me is great because you just turn it on and forget it. So it's for me, I turn it on when I start the map. I know I'm going to use them all up because it lasts for as long as it does. And I think at the really high end, you can get like 120 charges on it, which is amazing. Yeah. And it just does stuff as you go. Uh, And then pandemonium is just uh, just one big shot. But I've not paid attention to the difference between 
what how an apex versus a stalker yeah, there's, works there's with regards to be, bosses. There's got to be a reason that you would only want to buff a rare without the stalker. There's got to be a good reason. Yeah, I don't know. I've not looked enough into it. I never liked the idea of the apex because mm-hmm. I didn't like the empowers one or maybe two sure. enemies. That I I unless the I, maybe the I don't think they are though. Unless the rewards were like insanely amped up compared to those other ones. Yeah, being able to buff. 250 mobs in a map no even more than that because if you can use pandemonium twice so 350 mobs in a map versus two yeah man especially when you get these increases like three to six percent increase of currency and heist and like there's the rewards are insane that you can get out of these uh these sentinels so I, it just seemed hard for me to justify being able to do it to one or two yeah. enemies yeah so yeah, I was I was curious about that because I do definitely only remember about my sentinels when I see a rare enemy and then right away I'm like, oh, yellow. And then after I get the yellow, then I'll apply the other one because you can't have the empowerment from both, right? But I want to make sure that the other one, but there was a mod. I, I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, wow, they can roll that kind of stuff. And so I was like, it's mm. it's, it's pretty cool. Some of the stuff that can roll. So I'm, I'm excited to get further. And then you with can it. combine yeah. them and it's so much I fun. I combined one. It was just like a rare with the magic. And it ended up mm-hmm. being a rare with that one magic mod. You have a 50-50 chance of mm-hmm. each of those mods carrying over, which is why you have to kind of be careful with regards to like yep. which ones you combine. And I that to me is really fun because... But at the end of the day, they're garbage, in the end, right? It's, what do you mean? Well, like if you're not combining them, you're you're ditching them, right? So yeah, it's... But you should... I mean... Something to do with your You strap. can always combine them to hope you get yeah. like a better base or... I, it's just... I just find it really fun. I have like... Um, I bought... And actually, I think it's this weekend that there's more sales. I'm buying more quad tabs just for Sentinel. Wow, good for you. Because I'm, I at first I was like, I'm not picking these up. But then when I started to realize the bases are different, the roles can be different, how you can combine them, that it's like my favorite thing now to pick up. That's cool. That's really cool. So because yeah, no, I love fun. that they I'm let you do it when it's expired, right? When you've used up all the charges, not what you have to choose before. You know what I mean? Like I could picture a, an right. old version of GGG saying. Okay, so you have these two. Do you want to use it up or do you want to risk making it even better? You know what I mean? Oh, like if it right. yeah, one, yeah, you had so one, yeah, that would be awful. Well, right. Yeah, and, yeah. But you're they're right. all about I the tough choices. And I've always liked tough choices, but I I think without having experienced the other side of it, I think I like this way a lot better. Where you get yep, to experience it. Okay, this is what that's like. Okay, cool. I've used up my 12, whatever charges. All right. Now I actually get to use this as scrap. Let's see how it works. So, yeah, and you might get something good and you might yeah. not. I think that's super fun. Yeah. That's the real gambling. None of this. Uh, that's right. Well, because they got rid of the MTX ones, right? So now they had to come up with a new form of gambling. <laughs> right. So this that's was right. it. <laughs> but yeah, that that filament. Showing. Hey, Love it. Uh, Bex, was it a tweet or was it a Reddit uh, thingy? I think it was, I forget. Anyway, they're thinking of a system where the guild leader can do stuff with the support pack mtx that they had right like the map device or the hideout did that ever come to fruition mm-hmm. yet i've not finished the campaign but i have i can't find where i can change the guild hideout to my timekeeper hideout and i can't find now i don't have access to the map device yet so i don't but do you did you know if that was released or is that still talked about i thought it was already okay. out well i'll look Maybe into it finish the campaign yeah yeah i was just curious because <laughs> i, I mean people out. can still use the guild hideout without me so i was just curious can you talk to helena by act six to change that well, yeah and i went to go change act the guild five. hideout and the timekeeper one wasn't there. seven seven sorry so i'm oh. sure there's an option where it's like you can do something with your purchase 
but I, I, I don't know. And I want to know if it's like, oh, I thought it was out when she said it. That's okay. how I had read it, but maybe yeah. not. And I want to know if it's like a permanent thing or do I have to choose only one MTX? Can I do the map device and the hideout? Like, well, you know, can you imagine if they're like, we give you one. Yeah. We uh, give you one MTX. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I take this tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. I like this tree. It doesn't change. All right. Uh, hang on. One more thing. Uh, what do you got? And then, then you can finish. I love that they gave us a list of monster mod details. Man, I talked about it. it was, yeah. But they did it. They wrote it out. They did it. And then, mm -hmm. and so thank you, GGG, for doing that. And then two seconds after they post it, some of those values change <laughs> because of an update. And so now did you have to look it? at two sides, right? Two screens. Mm -hmm. And that to me was just kind of one of the reasons where it's really important to have that information in game. Because then when you change it, you have the responsibility and the liability. And yes, it's the extra time, but that's also part of how you manage the game and changes is then you update that list or that modifier, whatever it is in the game. Because now within half a day of that post of here are the arch nemesis modifiers, you have an outdated wiki, right? Like it, the wiki is good for the bare basics or sorry. Does the wiki show pictures? Of the, most the, of the time that's yes, what i would like they do but of the monster with that modifier yeah but you can't search for it based on the icon you have to know what that icon is called right right but yeah but I, okay but you could in a lot of cases you can at least mouse right. over them and, and see it but so yeah. to me this was kind of a good example where the wiki's good for like min maxing for the crazy details that you want in a build and how interactions work but the bare basics that that should be in game Especially because the amount of times that things change, patches, that kind of stuff, bare basics need to be in the game. And then you don't have to worry about something being outdated, like monster mods, for example. Anyway, I'm absolutely loving this. I'm excited to tonight after After Dark. What time is it, man? We've been recording for almost two hours already. But There's been a lot of breaks in between, yeah, so apologies. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe. What, fine. You'll never know. You'll never that's know. That's right. That's right. But uh, yeah, it's almost noon. So I got to get the kids eating because they're watching tv and yeah, playing you, quietly nice you need to hurry up. i ordered my uh quiznos on skip the dishes so it's on its way uh uh yeah you need to get a map so we can play some maps yeah. together well i mean after after dark well let's keep after dark super short right people no nah, we'll have a awesome after dark tonight i got lots of goodies to talk about but after that i'm getting the maps i'm sh i'm saving my johnny walker blue label for when you guys come over on sunday i'll just have a sip you get uh, yeah it's a pinky Oh, yeah, you can dip everybody's it. got I'll, it. I'll, oh, I'll I thought you were giving like a, a pinky in. depth in a rocks glass. No, 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 no. The pinky can tap, like just tap the top of a, a glass with it and that's what you can taste. So, okay. Seems that's, fair. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Wash your hands first so it'll just taste like soap and... <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is the worst money I've ever spent. This is great. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's wrap this up. Episode 137, Forever Exile, The Path of Exile Podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days, who loves Sentinel. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for this episode. Patrons, we're going to catch you in After Dark. Everybody else will see you in episode 138 next week. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. we got a website, foreverxl.com. We're on Twitter, foreverxl82. We have a poppin' Discord. Hey, poppin'. <laughs> and uh, if you're looking for ways to support the podcast as well as our Patreon, it's down below. Toodles. If you know what I mean.